You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Woohoo! There's a picture from uh, San Francisco during the day. Where I can't see on the podcast. Well, it's pretty. It's very peachy. It's it's a peachy sky. A peachy it's, sky. A, it's a very smoky, peachy sky in a, in a peach-colored way, not peachy, like... Peachy King? Peachy is that, King. <laughs> is, that, is that the saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's so peachy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, I had a I had a peachy weekend. I had a good Oh, this is on the beach in Oregon during the day. Let me Whoa. see. That's that's no beach. That's the end of the world. <laughs> that is, that <laughs> that's is, officially that's where you go to see the end of the world. Yeah. I have a friend a friend who went to Oregon uh, for vacation and uh crazy timing. But <laughs> all I, right. But what uh, we're actually I went, talking about I went about to Yellowstone. Now we, Yellowstone. we drove up on Sunday over Labor Day weekend. And you could not see the Tetons from I-15, which you normally can because of all the smoke from the forest fires, which is causing all of the uh, crazy pictures that you're seeing on these phones right now. The, they had a fire, though, in um, south southern Yellowstone, Teton area range. I think it's still burning. It's still burning? It's been like a week. Maybe. Um, I went up. We went up, my wife and I went up to Yellowstone in a van, a 1987 Dodge camper van. <laughs> we uh, already uh, covered the fact that it has carpet. Um, <laughs> brown has, carpet. Brown carpet. It's very it's hard, nice. hard, very unique. It's hard to find those these days. Uh, running still. The ones <laughs> that are running. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of them, but none of them run. Well, it's hard to find hard to find any sort of camper van with carpet these days mm. that's i have it yeah. i have the one we we enjoyed uh well we went into west yellowstone and uh oh check this out i forgot to tell this story so we get there we got a motel because i have a van but you got to get a motel because we we're are you are you eating in the mic what Sorry. are you eating? Candy? It's a what fireball. Is a fire, what is that? It's like Part a little of the jawbreaker yeah. type thing. Do you want the uh, the mint or the Tootsie Roll right you here? You hear that? Yeah. Did you break the fireball? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just bear with me while I chew, guys. That's disgusting. It's <laughs> crazy, the sound. Do you want oh, my gosh. Tootsie Roll or, or mint? Take what you want. I'll take the Tootsie Roll. Okay. So we roll into West Yellowstone. It's a Sunday night. During Labor Day weekend, and Wait, it looked like a party. You didn't explain why you're staying in a hotel, because this is an important part of why you went to Yellowstone. Right? Um, it's a motel. Okay, sorry, <laughs> motel. It was the dude motel, the by dude the way, motel. in West. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, it wasn't the nice rooms by the dude motel. It was, like, across the street, and it's called a something-something-else motel, which they're worse, Okay. <laughs> 
The door's barely closed. <laughs> um, my my mom said she knew it was our anniversary. She said you should do something nice. <laughs> I saw this. Nice for for your wife. Well, no, it was worse than that. So earlier in the day, it was my Emerson's birth, my my son Emerson's birthday party, in, in my grandma's house. This was this was earlier in the day, and my mom was there, and she said, "Are you doing something nice for your anniversary?" I said, "Yeah, we're going to Yellowstone." Well, no, but are you doing something nice? Like, I'm like what? Like, well, are you putting like roses on her bed or? <laughs> like, no, I didn't. I didn't really think Thanks, about that. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. And so she was giving me this guilt trip. Like, who did I raise? Like, why I re- I didn't raise you to not put roses on beds. Apparently, so we got to West, and uh, my wife checked into the hotel, <laughs> and. Uh, we wanted to go into the park because it was still light because it's four hours. Well, in the van, it was four and a half. It was almost five hours in the van, but it was a straight shot from my, my grandma's house in 20th, 20th and Ogden to freaking West Yellowstone dude motel was like just under five hours. Okay. So we get there. There's a little bit of light left. We check into the motel and then I, and I was like, you know what, babe, I got to make it romantic in here. So the dude motel comes with a chintzy coffee maker with those styrofoam cups that are like shot glasses. They're <laughs> tiny styrofoam cups. So I grabbed one of those styrofoam cups and I always keep a pen in my back pocket and I wrote flowers and stuff on, on, on the oh styrofoam God. on the cup. And I put it on the bed and I took a picture and I sent it to my mom and I said, see, I put flowers and stuff on the bed. <laughs> it's our anniversary. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I bet yeah, she man. was so impressed. She was. She laughed. She's like, man, I she taught you about. well. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. So. And then we went into the park, and I, and the idea was let's have a nice romantic dinner in the park. So by romance, I mean burgers on the grill. <laughs> yes. Because we're in Yellowstone. Right. So we headed, we, we, you, if you're familiar with the park, we went in through West, take a ride at Madison, you head down towards Old Faithful. There's, a, there's this really cool picnic area next to the river and I'm like, oh, this is beautiful let's do this nobody's there nobody the park is freaking busy but everybody's leaving nobody's at this particular picnic place so i'm like all right get excited to be there i grab the stove take the stove down to the to the picnic tables and i'm like oh now i got a dilemma because there's a picnic table that's closer to the van so i don't have to walk as far but then there's one closer to the river where it's a little nicer and like a little, you know, I'm like, ah. Oh. So I called in backup. I was like, hey, babe, you know, which picnic table do you want? And she's like, ah, oh, let's do this one. That's a little closer to the van. I'm like, okay, we'll do that one. So we, so I get get the thing lit, and then uh, she she's prepping the hamburgers in the van, and I'm out there, and I'm all of a sudden like, it's dark, and I got my headlamp, and I'm like, there's bears, <laughs> and there's wolves and there's things that can sneak up on you and kill you and all of a sudden this went from romantic to like terror story i'm like (laughs) this really isn't that fun out here like because i don't know what the difference is like if you're in a campground i don't feel like that ever ever but in a picnic table i felt very like alone vulnerable very vulnerable i'm the only one there cooking i can't i don't have anybody watching my six because my wife is in the freaking van prepping the burgers and stuff and i'm just out there like (laughs) <laughs> every little noise right so it's really quiet and then the river gurgles i'm like jumping like oh, it's just the river it's just the river i put my headlamp on super bright looking around 
Just, just. And then, then like, I'm like, you're an idiot. Why? Are you, <laughs> what are you scared of? Like, what are you scared? Of? So then I, I go to the van and I thought, in a moment of humility, I will admit that I'm nervous. And so I'm like, babe, I'm, I'm a little nervous out there. Like, I need you to, I need you out there with me, because, because maybe it's just I'm alone. I don't know what's the, what the deal is. She's like, okay, well, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. We'll come. Yeah, no. Where's another flashlight? I'll grab a flashlight and we'll come out there. I'm like, all right, all right, great, great. So we go out there and. She comes out there with me and she sits down at the picnic table and I'm like, all right, so I flip the, flip the burgers and get them on the grill and I'm sitting there eating my burger and she's like, it is scary as hell out here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, let's go eat in the van. I know. <laughs> we ended up eating in the van. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up eating in the van because then you don't have to like twist right. and look what and was, see what was, what was that, that noise yeah because yeah. you couldn't see, it's so you forget how dark it is yeah out in nature what you know <laughs> if your headlamp isn't your headlamp can only look the direction you're looking right. you know and so if you go like this it's only i don't know it's weird so it's really dark it's beautiful you could see every star every star in the world right at the same time you couldn't see any animals and i thought they were all coming to kill us <laughs> like we were gonna I'm, die i'm surprised you're standing here today i'm right. honestly it was rough you survived we survived so night one was fun yeah i had dinner down there by the river and then drove back out to our dude motel stayed in the dude motel because we didn't have a camp spot night Two, we drove up to, if you're familiar with this, uh, with the uh, with the park, came in through the west gate again to Madison, although this time we took a left, went all the way up to Mammoth, and then over to um, Lamar. Mm-hmm. Lamar yeah, because Hayden's the other side. So Lamar, yeah. right past Lamar is uh, Pebble Creek Campground, and we thought, ooh, it's like, we got there early, but it was still like... Um, nine o'clock eight thirty nine o'clock so that's you, like you were up early we were in oh far. by the way we were in the park at 6 40 and you have to do this if you're coming in from the west time the sunrise because the sunrise that comes up in in the east it sh- it comes up if you're as you're, dr- you're driving towards it because you're driving east it comes up over the madison and it's one of the most beautiful sights you will ever see in your entire life and if there's anybody out there fly fishing it can't be you because if you're fly fishing you can't see you fly fishing that's too meta but if you're <laughs> driving and you see somebody fly fishing you could take a picture of them that's with the meta. sun coming up yeah and it would be like it's just gorgeous it, it's so pretty so we literally pulled over well we pulled over and literally watched the sunrise is what i'm like literally watched it rise above the the horizon line you know on and it shines over the madison river it's one of the most spectacular see, that's moments like way more romantic than flowers and stuff <laughs> like see you're a romantic you yeah just, well i had to find the right, right i had to find the right groove yeah. there yeah i, had right. to, I was a little tired the, the, right. uh, yeah so then anyway that was the morning we saw the sunrise drove over to pebble creek got a campground at pebble creek um and then we drove around the park a little bit more uh, we, but we went back to camp fairly early because it started to snow while we were in Ma- uh, Ma- back in Mammoth. It started snowing and it was the temperature dropped like unbelievable. I had a down jacket on, and uh, went back to went back to Pebble Creek and um, was able to witness the most beautiful first snowstorm of of the season, the fall season. Covered all the pines. I took a video of it. All the pines are white. Uh, it it stacked up on the cars maybe a half inch to an inch but but didn't stack up on the roads really so it was fairly safe driving yeah. it was it was stunning it was beautiful 
slept in, slept in, you know, the van that night, got up the next day and, uh, I've never seen the park in, in dressed in white. It was something, I mean, it's very unique when, when the roads are drivable and there's no snow right. on the roads. So it had this, and it was a bluebird day. It's, it's, we get those oh, here yeah. in Utah where the storm rolls, you, know, you get the storms where there's, it rolls in, it snows and the next day it's crappy and cold and cloudy. And the next day it's crappy and cold and cloudy. But every now and then you get those storms where it just dumps and the next day it's blue skies, not a cloud in the sky. And it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Right. And that's what it was like. It was so pretty. It was so blue and beautiful. Um, and then, you know, to see the white was something else. And so then we, we, we were driving around and that's when we pulled into to Mammoth again. Because, again, the reason we go to Mammoth so much is that it's basically one, one way because the other road is closed. Right. So you have to keep going through there. And uh, plus they've got, you know, um, food. Ice cream. Ice cream. Well, they have, they, I don't think, eh, no, they had ice cream. Mm-hmm. I, the COVID, they had some restrictions, so I don't know what they, but I think they had ice cream. They had coffee for sure. But we got uh, service when we rolled into Mammoth, and that's when we found out that a tree had fallen on our house back at home in Utah. And so we said, yeah, screw it, we'll stay another night here in Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> Kept on driving down to the next campground, which this is a awesome campground. So next time you're in Yellowstone, I highly recommend Indian Creek Campground. Pebble Creek was cool because it's way the heck up there, but you're kind of on top of each other. There's not, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. It's yeah. a little, it's got a little, although, although we had a resident bison. That's like, sweet. Yeah, the resident bison in uh, Pebble Creek just lit, literally hung out in the different campsites. We just walked by, and huge, like, so the males who go out on their own are enormous. Right. And just I was hanging out. So Indian Creek is big, but you drive back in there a little ways and there's hiking around there and there's rivers. It's called Indian Creek around there. It's right above, well, it's right below Sheep Eater Cliff, close to Mammoth. It's it's north of Norris by 20 minutes or so, you know. So it's it's up there. You're up there a ways. Uh, but it's it was such a cool campground. I really enjoyed that campground. Um, we buzzed around the park. The... If you're going to Old Faithful, there's a couple of things to be aware of. The entrance to Old Faithful, the bridge is damaged. And so there's only a, you can't use the bridge. So the traffic into Old Faithful is god awful. Um, well, it's probably not now because Labor Day is over. And so the further you get into fall, it's a little better. But you still, it cuts down to a one lane and it's just, it's kind of a mess right now. Uh, also, Old Faithful, my, our, we didn't have our kids with this, but now we, we're taking our kids next month. Um, the, uh, not the museum, what the visitor visitor center center. is closed. It's closed. And that's got like the museum, the kids museum inside it. And they Mm -hmm. love that part. So that sucks. Um, so there are some things that are closed in the park. The park's still there. Oh, did see though. It was two, we came home on Wednesday and on Wednesday or Thursday, the lake underneath the lake had like the highest concentration of earthquakes in years up there. Of course. So yeah, it's going to blow. Of course. It'll blow. <laughs> it's 2020. Just on the last episode. You're a doom and gloom predictor. I know, but it's, but I'm right. I'm just saying like it's. I don't, I don't know. Listen, on. if it goes, I'd rather be in, in West Yellowstone. Like I'd rather be on it. On it. Than yeah. <laughs> right. Just yeah. get it over with quick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't think Yellowstone's blown up, but 
like earthquakes and stuff like that coming from coming from that area or whatever totally happened yeah um yeah that's cool did you guys see any animals well you know we saw the bison were were actually pretty active the elk when it got cold that first night there was a bull elk and mammoth there's usually elk and mammoth um and the elk usually just sit there and do nothing um which still cool but the bull elk when it got cold was it looked it looked like the bulls in a rodeo when they got the thing strapped around their you know what's and they can't stop bucking and i mean it, it was, was insane to watch up, huh? that large of an animal dig their uh their paws into the ground and jump around and t- and swing his rack around you know i'm like you don't want to be anywhere near this guy <laughs> so it's the rut right now right. uh day two when we were that was when i was on the phone with an insurance trying to get insurance people to my house and and uh someone to chop down this tree elk male elk giant male elk goes running across the front of because i'm parked there at mammoth running across the grass because bobby's like like knocking like like knocking at me trying to get my attention i look out the front window of the van and this elk goes hauling ass across because he saw something. something yeah they're very active right now the elk are yeah so that's that's a little bit more fun to see but no we didn't see oh well it, yes i saw a wolf does it count if you have to have your scope and even through a scope, it's a spot? <laughs> like, does it really count? We, like, we counted it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we saw two when we were up there in June. We saw two and they were small. We could see them kind of running around the hillside. They were small with our normal eyes. With binoculars, you could pick out that they were like big dogs, but, but they, uh, I maybe, mean, they were. Maybe they were just big dogs. No, I'm. I, but I'm, I, we're spoiled we're spoiled yeah. because it's like no unless they're running across the street you didn't see them <laughs> but there's so many scopers out there there's all these pockets of scopers and that's that, like, oh, we're gonna wait for this grizzly to come out of the woods i'm like have fun drive down the street it'll probably just walk right in front of you so yeah that lamar valley is covered in people just scoping out with scopes yeah. which is sweet because you can drive through and you can get the you know, you can figure out in about three minutes what's happened in the last five hours. Cause you ask someone, and they say, oh, well, I've been here since 4 a.m. this morning, and it's 3 p.m. And, you know, we haven't seen anything yet, but we'll... <laughs> or, yeah, we saw a wolf seven hours ago. We're yeah, waiting for no, it to come yeah. back or Normally, something like it's like, oh, there's a kill over there. Okay, yeah, it's been three days ago, and uh, Grizzly, we're just waiting for Grizzly to come back out. The wolf's coming to get it. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> But it was those groups that allowed us to like very quickly see the because when we got up to the Lamar Valley, we saw two wolves, we saw two pr- baby pronghorns and a mama pronghorn. Oh, we did see pronghorn. lower lower on the hillside below the wolves hiding out, and uh, we saw this big group of people. So we, as we were driving by, we stopped and said, "Hey, what are you looking at?" And they said, two wolves up there, two baby pronghorns that were born forty five minutes ago." Wow, that was um, baby a dead baby elk that the wolves had killed and a mama elk that's chasing the wolves all over the hillside. Wow. And, uh, and so we're like, Oh sweet. So we stopped and we, we watched and we saw the wolves for a little while. We stayed there for about two hours and just watched all the animals. That was cool. And then we drove up the road to the next group and we said, what are we looking at? And they said, well, there's a mama grizzly and two babies out there. And actually they were close enough that we could see him as we saw the group of people when we were driving up, we could see him out there. So we knew what it was before without having to ask. 
and that mom and those grizzly those baby grizzlies they walked within about 30 or 40 yards of the road she laid down and then they started nursing like 40 yards off the road see that's what you that's what you do that's why that's what you're looking for right this scope crap is a bunch of crap i mean you know (laughs) if you have to use the scopes you're doing it wrong yeah It, but it was yeah it was cool so i think the fall is not as good animal watching in yellowstone as the spring the spring's awesome except the rut is the rut's very cool, cool. They're, they're, I, like i active. almost i do, i'm i'm interested in just driving up there this weekend just to check out the rut the rut's freaking awesome uh, i think the fall's prettier i like the cooler weather i like the change in the colors and the the beauty especially if you drive down through the tetons you know um or up through the tetons and see the colors are amazing so i love the fall if you really just want to see animals go in the spring yeah they're out and about out in the boat out yeah. in the boot we did drive back um and through our motel land and we had the motel just for backup because my wife was nervous we wouldn't get camping so she paid for a motel and we uh showered which was nice because yeah. again i don't have a shower in the van but you know it's that's what it's there for yeah Labor Day weekend, we still were able to snag a motel. Wouldn't necessarily choose it next time. <laughs> Only because we have to. Yeah. But yeah. It wasn't bad. It was fine. Dude motel. Yeah. Dude. Period. Motel. Period. <laughs> yeah, I saw that picture. <laughs> um, what was I going to... Oh, have you ever been up there with, with the big bull elk like actually yes so uh and it was before i knew the park all that well we were headed and there's a there's a group of of elk hang out near madison right um and so it was that group of elk and there was i can't believe i mean i can't believe anybody didn't get killed or that traffic was able to move at all because there was a giant pullout there's a couple big pullouts there and there was basically what happens during the rot is um the male elk try to dominate a herd and there's there'll be another male elk that thinks it's his time to dominate that herd and then they'll go at it and they were fighting and the one male elk uh ran the other one off through the parking lot and across the street at full speed although none of the cars were really moving because they were all trying to figure out what was going on and up the hill and then came back down and then they came back down again. The other guy came back down, and um, and then they took and then he took off because he knew he was going to lose. Yeah. But when they wow. when, when it ran like that, it was like just powerful. The coolest just thing like, I've ever seen. Huh. Yeah, they did the little locking horns, you know. And, yeah. And then the one dude just took off. I'm like, this is nature, folks. Like we are watching it live right here. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's pretty sweet. When I that was years years ago, but it was pretty memorable yeah years ago when i was up there as a as a kid as a youth um i remember i think it was through mammoth we were driving through mammoth we saw these huge bull elk they were bugling back and forth and kind of huffing stomping back and forth but they they weren't fighting with each other yet but it was i remember i love the bugle just like the bugle's so cool and they're just massive i remember seeing elk like the rest of the year you see elk and you're like wow those are big but then you see a big bull elk in the middle of rut of the rut, and his neck is just massive. He's got these huge antlers, and they're just huge. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. Yep. It's fun. He's he's got a job to do, and he's going to do it. I tell you. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a good time to go to Yellowstone, so um, 
get up there i mean you can probably go we we pulled into the next camp spot around nine or ten and and i was closer to ten and was able to get camping pretty easy so as long as you are up there for now we had when we pulled out of pebble creek it was around uh it was about seven o'clock so i was trying to leave early and there was a guy like waiting for a spot he's like oh are you leaving like, yeah we're leaving it's like all right, all right I'm, gonna pull, I'm gonna pull in here like all right dude so you can do that but we were able to we went to indian there and uh there's another campground that's near pebble creek up there in lamar valley and that was closed and i think it was closed because when i told you we saw a wolf through a scope there was a kill down there by the river that's very close to that campground and so i don't think it was op- open but mm-hmm. um so even with one campground closed over Labor Day weekend, we were still able to get camping at about nine or ten in the morning at, at those pull-in non-reserv- non-reservationable reservable <laughs> no, reservation. Do you have a reservationable uh, sites? Yeah, reservable. Thanks, Chase. I got you. That's why Chase is here to correct our grammar. Mm-hmm. I might as well. Yeah, he's. And to actually go do like real physical work. (laughs) Go to Yellowstone. It's awesome. Just don't go when I go. (laughs) It's so busy up there. It's so many people up there. Fall's a good time to go though. It starts to get thinner. You went up there. You were there. Did you drive through the park? Yeah. Drove through the park last week, Labor Day weekend. How'd I miss you? Um, Well, we were in and out of the park before you were even there. Oh, so you went on Saturday. Yeah, so we, we were just out to do a, a road trip to cover more ground than to see the sights. So we stayed just outside of the park um, Friday and Thursday night. Thursday, yeah, Thursday night. Did you go then, to Greg's? What's up? Did you go to Greg's? No, oh, we okay. stayed just, <laughs> well, we, f- we just got on like freecampsites.org or whatever, and we found a, a campsite and we, we pulled in. First of all, it took us seven and a half hours to get up there. Because it was one lane traffic. It took my Whoa. van four and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah there's one lane traffic, and it was a standstill through Idaho. So, finally got up there, got up there super late, and we pulled into this free campsite area. And there's this other car right next to us, and we're like, "Is this okay if we camp right here?" They're like, oh, there's actually some other spots just up the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we we understand that you do not want us to camp next to you guys. That's because they had just gotten there, so we went up the road. Find this area to camp. We set up a camp, and this guy's like, "Oh, if you want to come camp next to us, you're welcome to. There's plenty of room." But it was like these two dudes, and they're watching this movie on this projector in front of their car. That's pretty loud. And we're like, "Oh, we're gonna stick stick yeah, over here." Yeah. It was late. It was 11:30, 12. We just wanted to go to bed because we had an early wake up call. We set up our tent, and this movie played till like 2 a.m. <laughs> at full blast. <laughs> and then the guys are sleeping in their car, not in their tent. And it was it wasn't even that cold, but they kept turning the car on to heat the car oh up. Oh my god! <laughs> what it was the like heck is it was like once on? an hour. Turn oh the car no. on, and I'd wake up like, oh, frick! Like, can we just can we just sleep? Oh, that is funny. Um, but we woke up. We were up by five, probably like five thirty. Mm. We were through the park gates by six fifteen, um, at West Yellowstone. So there's there was no one at the park gates, but. I mean, we pulled in, and there was a line of cars behind us. So it was wow. starting to line up even yeah. that early. But that was, let's see, that so would have been Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, we drove up. We went straight to the to Mammoth, um, checked out Mammoth Hot Springs. It was my first time going to Mammoth 
incredible. Really yeah. cool. It really area. is. It's fascinating up there. Super cool. So um, you did the hike around it. And yeah, everything. we walked all over up yeah. through there. And it's then we, actually steep as hell. Yeah, it's it's yeah. steep. For <laughs> it's sure. like a hike. We were we were up there, and there was like a couple other people there. And by the time we left Mammoth, it was starting to get really busy. We were the only car in the parking lot, and when we left, the parking lot was full. Yeah. Um, we ate lunch there, just on that grass, probably where you saw that elk. Yep. Um, had a nice lunch, packed up, drove through the Lamar Valley. Um, we didn't see any animal besides a ton of bison. Mm. Buffalo, bison, buffalo, bison, buff, buffalo, beefaloes, beefaloes. Yeah. Um, walking across the street, jamming the cars up, you know, but just the typical Yellowstone experience. And then we went out the park on the northeast corner um, near Cook, stopped and had lunch in Cook, um, got some ice cream. Did we get ice? Cream? Uh, yeah. Oh, we got. We got <laughs> what time did we get? <laughs> we got fudge. In, in Cook City. Um, and then we started my favorite part of the trip, the Beartooth Pass Highway. So I've never done that. It's incredible. That's um, what I hear. It was stellar. So the Bear, we, Beartooth. Beartooth Highway. Highway. That okay. goes up and over Beartooth Pass. Um, oh. It was incredible. And there were so many people out there. But, I mean, it's Saturday of Labor Day weekend um, to be expected. But it was it was absolutely incredible. And mm. you, every switchback you go up, it just, you just get higher above tree line and higher above tree line, and you're just clear up there. Super pretty. We dropped down into Red Lodge, Montana, gassed up there, did not stay long, and then it was like full bore ahead. We need to get to Missoula tonight. So we went up, got on I-90, stopped in Bozeman, which there was a massive wildfire like – in the foothills, you could see these big flames right there from the downtown of Bozeman. Mm. Um, and it sounded like it was pretty progressive and moving quick. So a lot of people in Bozeman were kind of leery and not super How happy. How big is Bozeman? Is it like Ogden, Salt it's, Lake? I think yeah. it's smaller than Ogden. I don't know population-wise, but the downtown seems smaller than Ogden. Um, Greg will look that up here for us. Um, but I love Bozeman. It's a cool little place. Um we crew kept going. We got to Missoula. We stopped there. So was there camping in Missoula? Like, what did you do in Missoula? Um, one of our friends lives in Missoula. Oh, okay. um, so we stopped there. The, the plan was to stop there, have dinner, and then keep pushing and go up to Coeur d'Alene. And we got to Missoula, and we got out of the car, and we're like, hmm, do we really want to go to Coeur d'Alene? At this point, we had been in the car for 13 hours. So it was a long day already. Yeah. We just we got some some uh pizza missouri yeah missoula is a cool little town i had never been before just a just a fun little spot um a lot like ogden but the skiing's not as good (laughs) um but we walked the river down there got some pizza got some ice cream because you know you have to have ice cream every day um we got back to the apartment and we're like yep we're not driving for three more hours so we just crashed on our, our buddy's floor that night and um, the next day we're like, let's just stay in Missoula and exp- let's see what Missoula has to offer. So we did some mountain biking, awesome mountain biking up there. Um, and then we drove South through the Bitterroot Valley. You've been there before? No. Oh. Awesome. Put it on the list. Yeah. Really cool. What a crazy trip, um, man. It was kind of bummer because there was so much smoke. You couldn't really see the Bitterroot mm. Valley super well, but it's like, if you take little Cottonwood Canyon and the granite, and repeat that like 25 times it's just these granite canyons going up this valley really so you just yeah yeah it's 
we couldn't see it super good, but from what we saw, we're like, that's pretty dang cool. Mm. We just drove down the Bitterroot Valley. Um, I wonder if there's like climbing. Oh yeah, there's climbing up there. Yeah. Um, my buddy's a big trail runner, so he's had the day that we were driving south. He left that early morning, and went up and he they bagged a peak in the Bitterroot Valley, but just a really pretty area. We stopped in Salmon, Idaho, and then got food and salmon and then we ended up going a little bit about 45 minutes south of salmon there's some hot springs called the gold bug hot springs really cool um it's like a two mile hike up and you're just in this river that has like probably 30 hot hot pots along it and you can just see out over the valley as you're soaking in these really nice hot pots we camped that night and then we this looks sweet this gold bug bit? hot springs it's really that cool. looks so cool it's really cool it's like super scenic and mm-hmm. yeah free hot <laughs> springs so um hot springs always attract all sorts of different people so um but we were lucky we didn't run into any and it didn't have any problems there um and then we camped right there on the salmon river um just a really cool area that whole bitterroot valley is it's incredible so and we headed south and came home. So we covered a lot of ground. Uh, I want to say probably like 1,500 miles of driving in four days. But it was awesome. Saw cool things. Beartooth Pass. Yeah, I mean, you saw stuff I have never seen. I go up there all the time and I never have gone over the pass. You should do it. Definitely. Um, another really, we, we stumbled upon a ski resort called Lost Trail. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But it's up there in the Bitterroot Valley, just north of Salmon. And we started researching, and it's a cool little place. It's only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But they get good snow. Looks like they have pretty decent terrain. Hmm. So now we just added another little weekend trip. We think we're going to go up and do um, Lost Trail, and then Snowball, and Missoula, and then Whitefish, and then head home. So are are any of those on a pass? Nope, none of them are. Oh. None of the passes that I'm aware of, um, mm. but they're all like, none of them are too expensive. I don't know how much Whitefish is. It's a little more of the touristy resort, but it was a cool area. We saw a new, new country we'd never seen before, met some awesome people, and saw some cool little towns. So, yeah. Dude, that's living right there. That's <laughs> right? fun. It yeah. Was, it was a good time for sure. So, and it's it's fun to. I, I think, explore like. yeah i get so into the mindset of like summer if you're gonna go camping it's got to be backpacking um but the more i mean the older i get the more wise i get you know is that a thing <laughs> yeah yeah and car camping is actually pretty cool it's different but it's still an awesome way to go explore cover ground is it's a different way of travel a different way of seeing the outdoors but it was fun to jump in the car and go do this we had a cooler in there and yeah, I, most I totally food. need one of those shirts where it was like, I car camp before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I did not. So, but it's it's cool. It was awesome to go. Just, it's cool to see little towns and we weren't in a hurry. So we stopped in the little towns and would check out the local food joints or check out the local little uh, museums that they had or whatever it was. Learn about like, why is Cook City there? Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. So pretty cool. Oh. Pretty cool trip. For awesome. Sure. Go. Yeah. Oh, and then also we saw the uh, the Beartooth Pass ski, the ski lift there, at the very top of Beartooth Pass, and that was kind of cool to see. I've heard of it my whole life, never never skied it before, but maybe one of these years we'll have to make it up there. So, yeah. yeah, cool. Sounds like you guys had an awesome 
Yeah, what did awesome you do? Time. Well, we were supposed to go backpacking, and then we all got colds. Oh. So we stayed home. <sighs> Those colds. Yeah. So well, we didn't do anything. Might as well got the corona. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the same difference. No, it is. Yeah. It's you like, stay in your house and die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I woke up with a headache from congestion for a few days and took do loads of Do people of die from the cold? Yeah. Because cause it can transform it in, into pneumonia? Yeah, because cold is like could be a variety of viruses they're viruses yeah right? they're viruses but they can be a variety of viruses they can be a coronavirus they can be a flu virus well probably not the flu if if it was a the flu virus flu. it would be yeah. called the flu yeah but it could be a variety of different viruses but they just are generally called the cold common cold um but yeah you can uh people die from colds from bad colds and it's Usually, people that have other complications and stuff, so they don't die of the cold. It's just like all of the, but kind of like with coronavirus. But most, they die of the cold. Most people, right? Most people don't die of coronavirus. They die of other things associated hypertension, yeah. right? So Thanks. heart yeah. attacks. Cool. All right. Well, none of a, us died though. We're all safe. Well, it sounds like it was a stupid cold. Yeah, yeah. The kind was, everybody wants. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. You don't want the hardcore <clears throat> colds. Although we all kind of felt well. Me, kids hardly felt anything they had sniffles for like two days but uh me and my wife we felt pretty crappy for about seven days so that was not not ideal yeah but uh anyway cool well thanks for uh thanks for allowing me to live vicariously through your guys's <laughs> adventures anytime welcome. i really want to go up to yellowstone now and i actually really want to drive the the route that you guys did and go check out that hot springs and check it out was, Bitterroot valley and it was awesome if i stuff. had another a whole full day maybe even two i think it'd be awesome to go cruise up to Coeur d'Alene, check that out and then backtrack and go down the Bitterroot valley um i mean kind of a hack if you're traveling on a busy weekend that Bitterroot valley route you can avoid the traffic there in idaho at least going southbound in idaho but cool awesome place all right well if you are looking for uh places to get out and adventure before the snow flies those are some good options um also i've got a couple of friends that are heading down to like southern utah esclani uh coyote gulch this time of year is perfect um some of those types of things so you can check those out uh check out gear30.com that's g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t-y.com uh, for gear for your adventures as well as um, just yeah general outdoor gear emergency preparedness gear whatever any of that stuff you can find on gear30.com um, we are getting new gear in all the time we just got Patagonia and you can't buy it online we're not allowed to buy it online it's just in store but we did just get Patagonia in, so there's a lot of cool stuff there I think I was the first one to buy something were you? your I hat? Bought this hat. Bought that hat there you go um, Look, kids, just because you manage a store doesn't mean you get free, all right? <laughs> exactly. You still got to buy it. Buy it yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo-woo. Woo-woo.